Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. This is Thursday, December the 7th, 2017, and welcome to episode number 125 of the second installment of the WCWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoe.com. This is NWO Wolfpack. Uh, we're sorry for the late delay there. Uh, uh, a couple things uh, did come up here in the uh, with TalkShoe again, but we got that all situated here now with no problem at all whatsoever. This is Mr. WWS Chad Henshaw back on the line here with you as we get set to talk about our favorite topic here in the radio network, of course, every single day of the week, professional wrestling. Uh, tonight, ladies and gentlemen, uh, King Ice is um, going to be unable to be with us here tonight. Uh, uh, King, King and WO has a prior commitment, as well as, of course, uh, uh, the Iceman, Jared Girolamo, is at a hockey game tonight that uh, is... It's being uh, uh, attended by uh, uh, a a very famous person from the Star Wars trilogy, we should say tonight. So he's he'll be there. Only we may hear from him sometime tonight. We're not sure, but uh, <clears throat> so I'll be handling the rest of the news and views here for tonight in the place of King Ice. Also here now on the on the line here with us here tonight, uh, taking care of the history and birthdays here for us. They're coming on here. Um, and I should say for the second week in a row, very good indeed, uh, is the human suplex machine himself, John Gross. John is, of course, the, 2000, the first 2016 WWS Hall of Famer. He's also a part of the team that brings you WWS Raw Radio every Monday afternoon right here on TalkShoe.com. And let's uh, go ahead and uh, before we go in any further, let's go ahead and bring John in and say welcome, of course, number 125. Uh, we'll be a howling good time here tonight on Wolfpack. Well, it's it's eighteen, seventeen more days of Christmas, ladies and gentlemen, and and hope you have done your middle half of the last minute shopping. Absolutely, and of course, I was really just tracing here, ladies and gentlemen. Be careful out there because you don't know uh, what could happen. Uh, so many things could happen here. We don't want anyone here get hurt uh, during that uh, that last minute shopping rush, as they say. So. But we want everyone to have a very happy and and enjoyable and 
uh, joyful Christmas. So definitely keep keep uh, keep tabs on everything going on out there as we speak, folks. Tonight here, of course, our live video feed here coming from uh, a group dedicated to one of the most iconic wrestling stables of all time, the NWO. Well, let, let, me, let me correct myself. I mean, eight, 18 more days till Christmas. Let me correct myself. Oh, that's kind of right. No, no, that's no problem. It, 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 it's coming up on us real fast, so, so that's, that's, that's understandable indeed. Uh, NWO US Forever for Life. If you uh, like to join us, of course, uh, for the live, uh, through the live chat here for Wolfpack episode 125 from there tonight, it's facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash NWOUS for life. And if you want to join us through, of course, the regular uh, uh, the regular method here, of course, on talkshoe.com, the phone number is always 1-724-444-7444, call ID 138-521-POUND. And by all means, ladies and gentlemen, please press that 1 if you want to chime in on anything that we have to talk about here, of course, <clears throat> Tonight on Wolfpack, let's go ahead and get things rock and rolling here. Of course, as I as I did bring to the table here tonight, I will be providing the the latest wrestling news and views here tonight uh, in the in the stead of King Ice here tonight. Uh, so, so ladies and gentlemen, bear with me here as I go ahead and uh, as I go ahead and and uh, get and go ahead and get this find you find some. Stuff to talk about here, indeed. Uh, yes. Okay. Here we go. Excellent. Very good. Already. Yeah, Jeremy Thomas brings us a story tonight. To, we'll go to our friends at Full Little Mania here tonight for some big time wrestling action. Um, uh, Jeremy Thomas from Full Little Mania brings us a story right here tonight. Uh, WWE considering Australia global warming pay per view in 2018. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, WWE, yeah this, I find this very fascinating. I'm going to bring it to the ground here. WWE has had internal talks about a potential global global warming pay-per-view to take place in 2018 in Australia, according to a new report. Pro Wrestling Sheet reports that there has have been serious talks about a possible global warming two in October at the Melbourne Cricket Ground. The event would be the second, as the name suggests. The first global warming tour took place in Melbourne in 2002 and saw over 50,000 people attend the event. Hmm. According to the sources, the company wants to top that, which makes the Melbourne Cricket Ground a good choice as it holds 100,000 people. The event would be broadcast on pay-per-view and the WWE Network. Nothing official has been said at this time, but the site says things are headed in the right direction. Well, it seems, John, they're going to re exploring something they did about, uh, looks like, 15 years ago. It looks like uh, they're trying, on, trying to make it a little bit bigger, uh, bigger, bigger, trying to add more people to that. Yep. Just like what happened in 2002 when they, um, you know, when they put it out on DVD for global warming, 
And I think one of the matches for that main event card, I believe, was The Rock, Triple H, and Brock Lesnar for the title. I think that's right. Yeah, I do recall that. Okay. And, of course, they've been uh, notorious here as putting events outside, um, especially, of course, with WrestleManias and all that. So maybe this might be this might be kind of along, along those lines there, too. So very fascinating to do. We'll have to see how this goes. And, and the folks down in Australia will definitely be very, very happy to see that indeed. Uh, some various uh, news here coming through the water from Jeremy Thomas here. The movie, the movie Glow earns two Writers Guild Award nominations and also a preview of next week's NXT show. Let's go ahead and bring this to you. Netflix, excuse me, Netflix's Glow has earned two nominations for the 2018 Writers Guild of America Awards. The wrestling-themed dramedy, of course, a drama and a comedy, of course, earned nominations for Best Comedy Series and Best New Series. Their competition is as follows. The comedy series, <clears throat> they're going up against, um, let's see, they're going, uh, let's see, uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm, uh, let me see here, um, uh, Master of None, uh, let me see here, uh, let's see, Silicon Valley, um, Veep, and that's for the comedy series. And the new series uh, is going up against American Vandal, The Deuce, The Handmaid's Tale, and Ozark. Wow. And also, WWE released a, released a video, which is on the 411 Mania page, if you want to take a look at it, previewing the authors of Pain's next appearance on, that, on next week's NXT as part of WWE Week on USA Network. Now, I've seen this advertised. This will all be pretty good here. Um, so so next week, I guess, is when um, the tribute to the troop show is supposed to take place, I think. That's probably what that's yep. talking. Okay. Uh, let me see what we have right here. Uh, other stories here tonight here, folks. Jeremy Thomas is, rock, is, is, is nailing them big time here tonight on Wolfpack. Um, Jimmy Jacobs has no bitterness over WWE release. Talks about working with Vince McMahon on promos. This is interesting. Hmm. Jimmy Jacobs spoke about his runs with WWE, his release from the company, and more in a recent appearance on Talk is Jericho. Some highlights are below courtesy of Wrestling Inc. On a short-lived early run of WWE, Jacobs says this, my first time wrestling in the WWE ring was in 2005 when I wrestled Eddie Guerrero on SmackDown. They were doing a program with him and Rey Mysterio. And I was just at the show hanging out with my buddy Paul London in Pennsylvania, and they needed someone to work with Eddie. A couple guys had seen me before and looked at me up and down and told me that I was working with Eddie Guerrero tonight, and it was an awesome experience. I was 21 years old. I had attended the show, not expecting to work, and then all of a sudden I was in a match with one of the best performers ever. I, I would agree with that, yes. Yep. On, Guerrero, on Guerrero being gracious to him, Jacob says this. I went up to Eddie Guerrero and introduced myself and told him that I, that I think we are going to be working together tonight, and he thanked me for wanting to be in the match with him. He said that he wanted to apologize because the match needed to be all about him, but wanted to thank me anyway for doing it like I was doing him a favor or something. 
He said to me that God willing, we will work together again in the future under better circumstances. He had given Ray the brain buster on the steps the week before. He had taken Ray's mask. This week he comes to the ring with Ray's mask, and he wrestles this kid while putting on Ray's mask and beat the, we'll say, crap out of me while I had Ray, Ray Mysterio's mask on. Yeah, I remember that moment when that happened. On performing promos he wrote for Vince McMahon, Jacob says this, I always tried to deliver, deliver it to him, but a lot of times he would just ask for the paper. Vince had a critical eye when it came to promos, and he was big on words, and rightfully so. In Vince's mind, sometimes I think the promos get flagged from the fans. In Vince's mind, if he just left it for the performer to say what he wants to say, everybody's going to say that I am going to kick your butt. Vince is very big on having creativity in there. I always felt that he had a very sharp, sharp eye, and so sometimes I felt that my words just by themselves wouldn't hold up. So I always liked to perform them to Vince. Sometimes he liked them, sometimes he didn't. And on his WWE departure, Jacobs, Jacob says this, with WWE being the mecca of live selling, I didn't seem to exist. And finding yourself uh-huh. being queen for the first time in a long time, which I am still, seven months ago, you find different parts of yourself. I found that I missed performing <clears throat> uh, and found out I wasn't okay with being in a suit and tie and having my hair slipped back and not having jewelry in and not having makeup on. This is part of who I am. As I was a kid trying on my grandma's earrings, this is a part of me. I struggled with drug addiction and depression for so long. It's really weird because you don't hear this often, but when you are in that state, you can't trust trust that voice in your head. When you're you're depressed, you just want to throw everything away. When you're on drugs, you want to make you want to make this crazy leap, and then you think about you then you think about you being high and saying it's a choice because that it's a choice because of it. You spend a lot of time just with your head down and move forward, and you can't really make decisions. And then suddenly here I am finding, finding things out about myself and making decisions. So look, am I a mastermind where I created the hottest angle outside of WWE to get myself fired from WWE? No, I wasn't trying to get fired, but I wasn't trying to not get fired. There is zero bitter feelings. I have I had a fun two and a half years there. I have zero bitterness of, of why they fired me. The past six weeks have been the time of my life. If it's wanted to keep me around, he would have kept me around. I don't even know how that got in front of him, but he made the, he, he had made the decision that I needed to go. I was cool with that because I felt that I also felt that I needed to go. And also, I'm planning plan, plan to stay a free agent. He says this. Right now, I'm not looking to be exclusive with anybody, which is what I am enjoying about about all this. For two and a half years, I felt trapped in a lot of ways. I'm not saying that to disparage anything from WWE. It was just that in my role, I felt restricted. But right now, my freedom is so nice and good. I'm going where I want and who and and whoever I want to work with. My first appearance was for Ring of Honor, where I took that selfie again with the Bullet Club. I showed up with Impact Wrestling. Team there when they were in Ottawa a few weeks ago. That's certainly a project I plan on working with in different capacities. The team name brand definitely had suffered a lot of damage, which certainly isn't, isn't what it once was. They still have a lot of talent, and I think I can offer something to them that they need, so I am looking forward to having in the future. They're definitely not done. They're in the re- rebuilding phase at the moment. Uh, John, this... Um, very good point of view from uh, Jimmy Jacobs here. It doesn't seem to be like this. Sorry about you let go from WWE and 
Also, of course, uh, uh, of course, it was real, real fascinating that he got a chance to work with, uh, with of course, the late Hall of Famer Eddie Guerrero. Yep. Indeed, indeed. All right, let's see what else. Let's see what else we got here. Uh, speaking, of, we, we talked about this now minute ago. Uh, impact, of course, GF, TNA, GFW Impact. What do you want? To, what do you want to call it? Uh, <clears throat> believe we're not here. Um, we have a. Another one here from Jeremy Thomas here tonight. Uh, this is the last one I'll bring right here before I turn things over to John for the history, so stand by there, John. Uh, Angelina Love explains why she why she left Impact recalls SmackDown debut being cut. Hmm. Angelina Love spoke with the Pancakes and Power Slam show, never heard of that show, about leaving Impact Almost debuting for the WWE and more, and here are some highlights of it. Right, include some of the audio clips, which I'm just going to read the whole thing through here. On being pulled from the planned SmackDown debut in 2006, Angelina Love says this: "I was literally sitting, planted in the crowd, with my debut segment on SmackDown next, and I got pulled. My segment got completely cut out, and the people I was supposed to work with went straight into a completely different storyline." In 2006, there were talks about doing something with JBL, but that never happened. And I had gone back up to SmackDown in August of that year to do something with Matt Hardy. I remember they had me sitting in the front row in the crowd. The first segment was Booker T. And when he was king, when he was of course doing the King Booker thing, fighting uh, of course uh, Finley and William Regal. The next segment was Matt Hardy supposed to go over psychosis or super crazy. He was supposed to go over one, one of them. I was standing there so happy and clapping, and he would come over and say, who's this blonde girl? And eventually I would end up being his girlfriend for like minutes, if not less than my segment started. And the guy, the floor manager who planted me, had me on the shoulder, pulled me over and said, your segment got cut. Your, got cut. Eventually I was told that as soon as the show started, Vince rewrote the whole show. <laughs> okay. <laughs> on her reason for living impact, Angelina Love says this, once Davey Richards and I had our blow-off match, the writing was on the wall. And, I, and I'm just at the point where my life, where I'm a mother, I've been with Impact for 10 years, I saw where it was going, and it was just was not something that I was interested in. Use me full force because I'm worth it, or i got to go. I know my worth. Uh, well, i tell you what. Uh, I mean, Angelina Love was a real good... Uh, my personal opinion there, John, uh, uh, Angelina Love was one of the best uh, female competitors that uh, Impact had, and uh, that was a kind of a pity, you know, that they decided to some of just let her go like that. Basically. Yeah. Indeed. So, uh, so folks, there you have it there with, with some uh, wrestling uh, news tidbits here tonight for our wrestling news reviews here segment, of course, t- filling in tonight for King Ice, King and W.O. Gerard T. Smith, and the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, your 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team. They bring you all the news that fit to print. And, of course, if it doesn't fit, they always find a way to make it fit. And, of course, in GTS's case, super glue and duct tape cannot beat that big-time combination. Now, ladies and gentlemen, here we go here with our wrestling uh, history and birthdays here for tonight. Let's, let's swing things over here to the human surface machine, John Gross, and let him go ahead and bring, bring us some tip, uh, some wrestling history tidbits here for, for today, the 7th of December. John, please go ahead and proceed. Thank you very much. 30 years ago today, WWE taped the 14th edition 
of Saturday night's main event at the Capitol Center in Wendover, Maryland. Now, this would air one day after New Year's Day in 1988. And the match, I remember Hulk Hogan beat King Kong Bundy to retain the WWE title. And then after the match, Andre the Giant would choke Hogan into unconscious with the rest of WWE superstars coming out to help Hogan against Andre. And then eventually, Duggan would fight Andre off with his two-by-four to break the hold. Um, 29 years ago today, WCW presented Clash of the Champions season beaten. Now, that was the first major event to be presented under the WCW banner, though they were still very much affiliated with the NWA. Road Warrior Animal beat Dusty Rhodes by disqualification to gain possession of the NWA World Six-Man Tag Team Championship. Um, The Road Warriors dumped Rhodes and chose Tenry as their new partner. Um, let's see, what else? Oh, yes, 28 years ago today, William D. Haystack's Calhoun dining home in his home in Collin County, Texas, at the age of 55. He was born on August 3rd, 1934 in McKinney, Texas. He grew up on a farm about 30 miles north of Dallas. He was an unusually large child. He had a uh, regular breakfast that would include a dozen eggs. Oh. Yeah. And he weighed over 300 pounds at the age of 14. He rarely broke into the wrestling business in 1955, and he would have the nickname Haystack. But due to his size, he was seen as a special attraction and would be booked as such. As he rarely lost a match and was largely restricted to handicap matches and battle royals. However, the one man that was able to lift Calhoun was Bruno San Martino. He briefly became one half of the WWE Tag Team Champions in 1973. But he was forced into retirement and he would lose his leg the diabetes in 1986. 21 years ago today, ECW presented All Day Hell from the ECW Arena in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Raven beat the Sandman in a barbed wire massacre match to win the ECW World Heavyweight title. And Chad, I think you might find this also interesting. Sure. 28 years ago today, WWE presented D-Generation X in your house from Springfield, Massachusetts. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Uh, Taka beat Brian Christopher to win the vacated WWE light heavyweight title. I actually have this on VHS as well. Okay. Um, also, Butterbean beat Mark Mara by KO at 10 seconds of the fourth round, although he would not, Butterbean would not, would also wrestle another boxing match. It was at WrestleMania 15 when he beat Bart Gunn. Um, Hunter Hearst Helmsley beat Sergeant Slaughter in a boot camp match. 
I think that was Slaughter's first match since 1992, if I'm not mistaken, because I think Slaughter was also an official at that time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Ken Shamrock got a WWE Championship match against Shawn Michaels, but he was winning the match by DQ thanks to Hunter Hearst Helmsley and China's interference. But that that was the main event, and Owen Hart came out and and uh, returned after the uh, infamous Montreal Screwjob, which we all remember. And for the first time on pay-per-view was a first-ever singles match between Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Rock. Oh. And that was for the WWE Intercontinental Championship. Mm-hmm. 18 years ago today, a Thunder taping in Madison, Wisconsin, Bret Hart and Goldberg made creative control to win the WCW World Tag Team Championship. I think I said this last week, but but I'm going to say this again. Uh, Raw had a taping in where The Undertaker crucified Stone Cold 18 years ago. So right. there, said it again. Um. All right. Let's see what else. Oh. Oh yeah. Ten years ago today, WWE taped tribute to the troops from Tikrit, Iraq. Now, this show aired as a special edition of Raw on Christmas Eve. Chris Jericho defeated Randy Orton by disqualification, and DX beat Mr. Kennedy and Umaga. Uh, Nine years ago today, TNA also presented Final Resolution, and that that was originally a January pay-per-view, but they moved it to December. Um, Curry Man, Hernandez, Homicide, and Jay Lethal each won a piece or fired briefcase. Um, Hernandez was able to cash in his world title briefcase in January 2009. No, no, wait a minute, wait. Jay Lethal's briefcase contained a tag title match, and he successfully cashed it in for the tag team title on the December 16th impact when he and Consequences Creed, which is now we all know as WWE's Xavier Woods, beat beer money for the title. Hernandez did cash in his world title briefcase in January of 2009, but he was unsuccessful when he won by DQ against Sting. He would have the briefcase returned to him until it was stolen by the debut British Invasion. But Hernandez was able to win it back at Hard Justice and would cash it in a second time at No Surrender. But he was unsuccessful when he was defeated by AJ Styles in a five-way match. Homicide also had his case, an X-Division championship match. That was also stolen by the, by the British Invasion. But he would win it back in July, defeating Douglas Williams in a ladder match. And on the next episode, he defeated Suicide for the X Division title. Unfortunately, Curry Man got the fired briefcase, meaning he was cooked and done. All right. 
So, let's see if there were any title changes. Oh, yes, I do see that there was one. Eric Young beat Sheik Abdul Busher Asher, which we know as WWE's Davari, to become the new TNA X Division champion. Seven years ago today, as TNA Impact taping at Universal Orlando, Jay Lethal won the TNA X Division title over Robbie E. Three years ago today, AAA presented Gerdy Titans, War of the Titans, from editorial Benito Juarez de Zapopan in Zapopan, Mexico. Um, Lopez de Ma defeated Angelico and Jack Evans and Phoenix and Batiz in a three-team match to win the AAA World Tag Team Championship. Um, Al Patron Alberto, which we know as Alberto Del Rio or Belder El Patron or Alberto Del Taco, as JD would say. El Texo Jr. to win the AAA Mega Championship. The win ended a two-year run as champion for El Texano, the longest in AAA history. And he became the first man to win both CM. Alberto became the first man to win both CMLL and AAA heavyweight titles, and he would hold that title until he re-signed with the WWE in an October 2015. Excuse me. Um, let's see. 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 Monday Night Raw, which was from North Charleston, South Carolina. Uh, there was a big match. A big match. There was a big match going on. And it was a 16-man elimination fatal four-way tag team match to kick off the show. It was Sheamus's League of Nations teaming up with the Wyatt family against the Roman Empire, Roman Reigns, Dean Ambrose, Usos, and the ECW Originals, the Dudley Boys, and Tommy Dreamer, and Rhino. Um, and Reigns' team won the match. So that, that was a good tag team fail four-way match. That was a great start to kick off the show, by the way, I think. As well. All right, we have some birthdays today. Um, I know Mr. Hughes turned 53. Um, I see we got Tammy Lynn Sitch, who's known as Sunny and the porn star. She's 45 today. And uh, I'm going to have two historic birthdays to talk about. Number one, Dean Ambrose. He is 32 years old, and he was born in 1985 in Cincinnati, Ohio. His father worked in Indianapolis, 70 miles away. He was largely absent in good plot. And he's gone on to say that his biggest accomplishment since he joined the WWE 
with being able to buy a house from his mother away from the tough neighborhoods in Cincinnati. He idolized Bret Hart as a child, and a year after he'd begun to train as a wrestler, he dropped out of high school, and uh, which he later compared to Peter Gibbons from the movie Office Space, coming to work and checking out. He worked for Les Factor at the Heartland Wrestling Association at the age of 18 as a professional wrestler under Factor and Cody Hawk. He used the ring name John Moxley and made his debut in June of 2004. Less than a year in his career, he teamed up with Jamie Turner, and on May 11, 2005, they beat the Extreme Desire to win the HWA Tag Team Championship. Um, he also teamed up with Rick Fryer and his team known as Heartland Foundation. And they beat... Hello? I'm not here. I had to step away a minute. Go ahead. They beat Foreign Intelligence for the title on August 19th, but were stripped of the title for unknown reasons the same day. In May 9, 2006, he won the Heartland Wrestling Association Heavyweight Championship until he dropped it to Chad Collier on September 12. He regained the title by defeating Parks, but lost it on January 2, 2007 to Brian Jennings. And he teamed, got back to the tag team division. Sorry, and he and Hawk beat Tack and Terrence the Legends to win the HWA Tag Team Championship. Moxley continued to stay in the tag team division for the rest of 2007 through early 2010. He teamed up with rival King Vu in a team known as Royal Violence. That's okay, that's me, go ahead. He captured the HWA Tag Team Championship twice while teaming together. The first time they captured the title was on October 14th when they beat the Kosher Club. They held the title until December 2nd when they were beat by the Irish Airborne. While still one half of the HWA Tag Team Champions, champions with King Vu, Moxley captured the HWA Heavyweight Championship for a third time. On January 6, 2010, he successfully cashed in his Pick Your Poison title shot against Aaron Williams. King Vu then turned on Moxley, costing them the HWA Tag Team Championship. Um, On February 24th, the Noble Blood beat Royal Violence Win the HWA tag team titles, and Moxley would lose the HWA heavyweight championship to Jerome Phillips. After Moxley's successful defense of the ITW World Heavyweight Championship, Jimmy Jacobs attacked Moxley, causing the locker room to come out and separate them both. On January 1st, 2011, Moxley would lose the belt to Jimmy Jacobs in a dog collar match due to referee stoppage. He participated in CZW, and he won the CZW World Heavyweight Championship. He would also regain the CZW World Heavyweight title 
by the feet engaged in a three-way dance. And he would lose the CWCW World Heavyweight title to Robert Anthony. He worked for Dragon Gate USA in 2009, and on November 28th, he beat B-Boy via submission in a dark match. He also teamed up with Brian Kendrick against Paul London and Jimmy Jacobs in which Moxley and Kendrick won. Following the match, Kendrick and London put Moxley through the table. He faced Tommy Dreamer in a hardcore match in where Moxley won. Uh, Moxley suffered an, also suffered an injury where his left nip, nipple was nearly severed during a match with Jimmy Jacobs. He appeared in other promotions for Ring of Honor in 2007, and he beat Roderick Strong at the FIP Southern Stampede event to win the vacated FIP World Heavyweight title. He made his Evolve debut by losing to Drake Younger, and he uh, also made his debut for JAPW, where he defeated Devin Moore. Sorry. On April 4th, 2011, it was announced that Good signed a deal with WWE, and Dragon Gate USA granted his release from the promotion. He did appear for the promotion, however, on January 20, 2006, where he teamed up with Brad Attitude, and I know I'm not talking about Brad Maddox, and a loss to Eminem in a match for Velocity. And he joined WWE's developmental territory, FCW. What the hell is that? Uh, someone with really loud breath. Duke, I am your father. Oh, my God. Well, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, John, forget, forget the interruption for just one second here, John. We'll continue that in just a minute. Uh, we do have a, a couple of folks to come on here. Uh, first off, waiting ever so patiently here. Uh, I, I forget, did forget to mention that the spider did pop in here uh, and uh, had a message on here saying, hurry up, John. I want to do some Jeopardy. <laughs> <laughs> You should, so, ladies and gentlemen, I have have you, have you here tonight. Of course, the Black Widow, also known as the First Lady of Professional Wrestling. She is, of course, part of, uh, <clears throat> I'll just run down all the shows here, Top Hill Inc., WWS Wrestling Debate, WWS Attitude Radio, of course, GFW Main Event, and WWS, WWS Women's Revolution, the M to the L to the D. She's also the first 2015 WWS Hall of Famer. She is WWS's CBO, we should say. She is the... Yeah. <laughs> the one lovely Miss Michelle Lynn Dyes has now joined us. Michelle, welcome. Wait, I think you waiting ever so patiently to episode 125 of Wolfpack. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> oh, boy. I, I, Michelle, that could have been a lot worse. I, I, but, uh, uh, sorry about that. I, I, had to, I had to try a little something there. So. Okay. And also now join us if you hear if you're her on the line here is Darth Vader's tw- uh, twin brother. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, coming in the line here tonight. Uh, part of the, of course, another part of the team that brings you WWS Raw Radio every Monday afternoon right here on TalkShoe.com. Plus the 2015 and 17 WWS Hall of Famer. He is, of course, the Iceman himself, G- GD 
Jared DiGiromo has now coming on the line. I do welcome you as well, J.D., to number 125 of the Wolfpack as well. Well, let's just say it was a good night all around, Howard. C-3PO definitely had a nice response from the fans tonight. He It was his first ever hockey game, and he saw a good one tonight. They won in overtime, 4-3, to three, although they should have won earlier, 3-1, to one, however. It took them about a couple minutes in overtime, however, but they got the win nevertheless. But uh, he saw a good one tonight, though, and it was a good game, though. We were up in the second level, though. Oh, oh wow. Okay. Very good indeed. Thank you very much there, uh, uh, J.D. John, um, uh, like I said, um, I know I was going to let you finish. Was, was he the only birthday that you had, John? Um, no, I had another birthday. It was it would have been the um, the, uh, <clears throat> the fourth, uh, no, I can't call it now, the 59th birthday of Rick Rude. Oh, Oh, it would have been. We would have had to pay to be rude here tonight. I see. Uh, and John, John, I owe you one here, but uh, we, we, we. Uh, uh, I do appreciate you bringing us on, Dean Ambrose. But uh, we just, but uh, we'll leave it what right there where you've got it here tonight. But we do thank you very much for bringing that here to us here tonight here uh, as well. And of course, like I said, wrestling news reviews was taken care of here tonight uh, as well. Let's go ahead and do this one more time. One seven two four 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 seventy four forty four. Call ID one one three eight five two one pound. Episode one twenty five here of NWO Wolfpack. Here, of course, this is Thursday, December the seventh, two thousand and seventeen. Mister WWS Chad Hinshaw, the uh, <clears throat> the human surprise machine John Gross, the Iceman here DiGiorno, and the Black Widow herself, Miss Michelle Lynn Dodds, is now all in here with us here tonight, uh, folks. Uh, we'll go ahead. And we started a little bit late here. Uh, Primarily because uh, I kind of kind of overslept a little bit. Yes, indeed. Uh, I had to, um, but I figured y'all, uh, I figured y'all, everyone here does understand that. Um, I guess when that happens, sometimes we do miss things. Well, besides uh, Rick Root's birthday, who else is it today, birthday wise? Do we know? Dean Ambrose. Dean Ambrose. How old is he today? John, how old is Ambrose? Thirty-two. And uh, also, J.D., as I also was saying earlier on, yes. today was Sonny's 45th birthday. Sonny, huh. And Mr. Hughes' 53rd birthday. Curtis Hughes. Mr. She's giving free blowjobs to anybody who wants one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. She was sitting well, on Santa's lap, and uh, Santa was uh, <laughs> wondering if uh, she'd be good or bad this holiday season. By the way, speaking of Dean, however, I know he's got a big fight coming up this week. However, you got three more matches listed for Raw this week. Oh, okay. Sorry, yeah. it's had to take a hour, so, you know. Well, they said, however, there's talk, mm-hmm. however. I mean, I mean, I mean, they said that, I guess, uh, uh, what did I hear? Yeah, I, I did hear there's three bonus matches added to this week. Yeah, here it is, three matches announced for Raw, however. And here are the matches. Roman Reigns versus Cesaro. Seth versus Sheamus, and Dean versus Samoa Joe. Oh, good God. Spare me. Well, they also said that Sheamus might not be wrestling much longer. He is in very bad health right now, I hear. He has stenosis of the back or some health issues right now. And uh, they said when he was over in Ireland, I guess, it was pretty crazy. Yeah, he's in uh, a little bit, he's in uh, somewhat bad health right now, they say. Oh, my goodness. Well, we'll definitely be, uh, be thinking about. Hopefully, like I said, it doesn't come to that. Seamus is a one pow- one powerful human being. So, 
mm-hmm. we had to we had to really see we had to really lose a big time competitor like that. Uh, folks, I figured we have some time to spare here. We'll go a little bit past eleven o'clock hour tonight. Mm-hmm. How does everybody sound? How does everybody uh, feel like a game of wrestling Jeopardy? Yes, I'm down. You're, you're, are you 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 down where? Down there. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Well, Michelle can come on the line and and, and come to the computer and talk me. Like, yes, I will say uh, one thing. <laughs> As I told Michelle earlier today, though, and I'm, Michelle will tell you definitely, Michelle, you missed one big major upset last night. How it was. She, she deserved it. I mean, she kicked my hind end from here to Timbuktu last night. She was on her game last night. Michelle, yes. And defeated JD by a score of 4,000 to 2,900 to pick up the NJPWS world title belt. And defeated JD. I will yes. say it again. And she, deserved, and she deserved it. And I told her afterward, however, I said to her offline, I said after the show, I said, you're even at one. If you want to go a third round, I'm game if you're willing to defend that belt. And she says, anytime, anywhere, I've had good battles with you. I said, I'm game too, so you just let me know the time and the place. Oh, you just came <coughs> in last year, Turkey. You well, have, you after have, I you definitely have take care of Fonzie tomorrow night, however. You know, I, there's still a little... Uh, I've already have one up on you, Michelle, so I'm hoping to make it... <laughs> <two>. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. I can't hear you right now. By the way, what did you think of SmackDown this week? Um, I haven't watched it yet. Oh, okay. I didn't know. I haven't watched Total Divas yet, but I did hear, however, it uh, the rating went down a little bit this week. It took a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it should have. Okay. Well, here we go. This is one we've probably done before in one of our match our matches here. But I figure, you know, why not just just for the fun of it, just just give it another go around. What you say there, guys? But they won't just just. <clears throat> yeah, let's do it. All right. Okay, one, one, two, three, four, and five hundred are the numbers um, for all the values, and the categories are Raw, SmackDown, NXT, WWE quotes, and Around the World is the uh, category. Excuse me. Uh, oh, pardon. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> uh, Michelle, uh, you may proceed first, my dear. Please choose a category and a question. Uh. Quotes 500. Quotes for five. Okay. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> 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 Damn. You all right? Jerry Lawler? I did. I'm sorry. What did she say? To Jerry, Jerry Lawler. Lawler. I asked if she was okay. Is that your, is that your final there, Michelle? Yeah. Michelle on the ball is Jerry Lawler, the king. Okay, J.D., you're up next. Wait a minute. Hold on. Oh, my God. I thought it was Joey Styles. Well, Jerry Lawler said it. Well, what Joey Styles did say it, you know. Oh, my God. No, no, no. He said, oh, my God. Now, this is good. Oh, Oh, okay. See, I got confused. That that was my mistake. Sorry, Michelle. I didn't know what you said. Sorry. All right, I'm going to go with NXT for 400. NXT for 400. Michelle is ready to crack that whip on you, boy. You better be and, uh, I'm just, I, I, I misheard what you said because that's what I thought you said. Oh, my God, at first. That's why it's yeah. incorrect. Oh, by the way, Michelle, I did see something today that might interest you. Apparently, your boy and our boy, Kevin Nash, had knee surgery, I guess, recently. 
Yeah, I heard. So we're sampling a thing. Get well wishes to the. I'm gonna uh, go be his nurse. Don't worry. There you go. Whoa! Oh, that was coming. There you go. Boom. I can speak to Big Sexy. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> there you go. She wants. She wants the secret. There you go. All right, Michelle. Diesel. <laughs> okay. So, all right, JD, cut it out. All right, all right, all right, all right. I'll start calling, calling you uh, uh, Darth something. I don't know what yet, but I'll just think about it. Who did the Vault Villains, uh, when the uh, Vault Villains defeated Blake and Murphy at NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 1, they were outnumbered because of Alexa Bliss? Who did the Vault Villains get to come out to even the odds? It was another female superstar. Oh, I know this. I have the DVD. Who was? Blue Pants! Is that your final? Yes, it is. It was indeed Blue Pants. I think Michelle might be having on a pair of Blue Pants. Uh, I I didn't say that, Michelle. Remember that. (laughs) I was touching with a 10-foot ball. That was me. Okay, okay. I'll take the call on that. Chad's going to be guilty on the hell. John, you're up next. You're up next. Uh, all right. NXT for 300. NXT 300. This NXT superstar made his WWE debut in the new ECW and left very soon after. Now he is one of the most popular wrestlers in NXT. Um, Drew McIntyre. Who was Ty Dillinger? Ugh. Good guess though. That was a good guess though. I would have guessed this. I would have guessed <laughs> or something else though. But that was a good guess, John. All right, Miss yeah, MLD, think... you are up next. Uh, oh, uh, Fonzie's not on here. No, he's not. Oh, okay. Um, quotes for four hundred, I guess. Quotes for four hundred. No one ever breaks up with me. Alicia Fox. You're absolutely right. It is Alicia. Nice. Good job, Michelle. Fox. Alicia Fox. Okay, JD, you're up next. I'm going to take SmackDown for 200. SmackDown 200, okay. What wrestler made his debut on SmackDown in 2012 and also resembles an older WCW wrestler? Uh, 2012, you say? Hmm. Oh, crap. I know I'm going to probably fudge this one up, however, but I'm going to try it anyway. WCW guy. Uh, he resembles an older WCW wrestler. Yeah, yeah. Um, Get a hint if you ain't sure. Yeah, I'm going to take a hint on this one. Thanks, Michelle. Yeah. Uh, well, this is... Well, let me see. I'll say it this way. I mean, this probably might help, but I'll say it in this matter. Okay. He was very hungry. Who was Ryback? You're absolutely right. It was Ryback. Ryback. And you're welcome. Yes, thank you, Michelle. <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah, John, I, she up, just man. did the David Sandow there. Nice job, Michelle. <laughs> All right. What categories do we have? Raw, SmackDown, NXT, WWE, Quotes, and Around the World. Oh, uh, SmackDown. SmackDown for 400. SmackDown for four, okay. Who were the wrestlers in an Iron Man match for the WWE title 
and hint here, they were both in the main event of a WrestleMania. And I think I know this one. Brock Lesnar and Kurt Angle. That's right. Kurt Angle and Brock. Yeah, that was at WrestleMania 19. No three up. I'm not mistaken. <laughs> Is that right? Is that, <laughs> was it 19? Yep. That's what I yep. thought. Okay. All right, uh, Michelle, you're up next. Quotes for 300. Quotes for three. She, she likes to quote. Splash to the face. I did not hear you. What? I'm sorry. Phoenix splash to the face. Ooh. Um, this was I will tell you it was sent by an announcer who's no longer there. We'll say it that way. Jim Ross? Mauro Ronaldo. Oh, Mauro Ronaldo, yeah. Okay. Yeah, wasn't he the one that uh, him had a little spat with JBL or something? Not yeah, yeah, yes. That's what I thought. JD, you're up next. All right, I'm going to take NXT for 500. NXT for five, okay. Who was Adrian Neville's first tag team partner, and they were the first ever <laughs> tag teams? <laughs> Who was Corey Graves, and that is my final answer. Oliver Gray. Oh, I thought that was Corey Graves. Darn it! Oh well, I tried on that one. Okay, well, you got keep Yep, got sneaked on. Wah, I got sneaked in on that one. That's for sure. Okay, that's oh it. well. Uh, Michelle, I mean, uh, I'll say one of y'all's names in a minute. John, uh, you're up next. All yeah. right. All right. Raw for three hundred. Raw for three. Okay. JD is still continuing to post stuff. Um, this big wrestler made his debut, and I think I know where this one where this one is going. Made his this big wrestler made his debut in '03 by interrupting The Rock. Goldberg. That's right. But see, this, this they actually actually put O four. I know it was if I'm not mistaken, it was O three that he made his debut. <laughs> right, the movie debut. He made that in O three, right? Yeah, yeah. That's for WrestleMania nineteen. Yeah. That's right. Okay. All right. I, it was it was O four when he left. It was after WrestleMania twenty when he. Right. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Okay, Michelle, you're up. You're up next. Next. Um, <laughs> what? You're next. No, I, was the, I was earning the Goldberg. You, Goldberg. Like, you like when you do the Goldberg thing. Uh, yeah. You're next. Quotes <laughs> um, for 300. Well, you got one and two left in that. Oh, no, I mean 200. Shit, whatever. 200. Okay. That's okay. That's okay. <clears throat> you will never beat me ever. Oh, I should know this. Michelle, I will tell you, it's a female competitor that said it. Uh, who is AJ Lee? Charlotte Flair. Damn it! I should have known that. Damn it! That was a good no. That was a good guess. I would have said Charlotte too. I mean, that was a tough one. JD, you're <coughs> you're up next. All right, what's left in Raw? Uh, 
<laughs> One, two, four, and five. It's still Let's go with five for Raw. Raw for five. And Michelle, J.D. was desperate to get to try to get the biggest clip as best as he could, and last night, uh, oh, boy. <laughs> I, I just I just got out. I got out class last night, and I'm not afraid to admit it. I got my tail whooped and whooped badly, and she took me down like Chinatown last night. She was on her game all night last night. <clears throat> okay. Oh, about a good, oh, well, okay. That's right. Exactly. Right. This, this, <laughs> the way we word that, J.D., I'm sorry, it's hilarious. Uh, <clears throat> this WWE Hall of Famer owned and changed the name of Raw until selling it back the week after. What was it again? Sorry, I didn't... This guy did... What WWE again? Hall of Famer owned and changed the name of Raw until selling it back <laughs> the week after. All right, I'm going to take a stab at it. Who was... Eric Bischoff? You're saying as your final? Yes. Kick your step in the tail, J.D. It's our current president, Donald Trump. Oh. Oh, well, yeah. I tried. And the, the, you remember it was called Trump Raw? Yeah, Trump. that's right. That's right. I said Don, you're up All right. Raw for 300. Okay, you did that. You did. You did that one already. One, two, or four is still left. Raw for two hundred. Two hundred for raw and raw. Okay. This WWE wrestler came out and interrupted The Rock and had a crazy hairstyle. <laughs> Chris Jericho. It was. It was Jericho. Drink it in, man. <laughs> uh, Michelle, you are up next. Uh, whatever's left in quotes. Is 100, and here it is. I'm sorry, I love you. Oh, Shawn Michaels, Ric Flair. Absolutely right, from WrestleMania 24, if I'm not mistaken. Right? No, or 20... Was it, was it 24? Yeah, what? I think so. When he said that... When it was 08, right? Whenever, yeah, uh, yeah, that's okay. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, okay. Uh, uh, all right, WWE quotes, guys, is gone off the page. Michelle went through it, went through it with a vengeance. Okay. <laughs> uh, JD, you're up next. Okay, I want to just try going back to NXT, and I'll take uh, 200. 200 in NXT, okay. What wrestler made his debut in NXT, hailing from one of his favorite TV show places? I might need a hit on this one. Well, the only one that comes to mind here, and and this this might kind of be helpful. This might help you out. I'm not sure. But all I'm going to say is New Day. Who was Big E Langston? And that's my final answer. Close. Your woods. John, you're up next. Okay, SmackDown. One, um, one, one, three, um, one, three and five is with. Three hundred. Three hundred in SmackDown. Okay. Who interfered in the main event of the first episode of SmackDown ever? Um, Shawn Michaels. Oh, rock. Oh. All right, Michelle, let me go and take what we have left. I have <laughs> Raw 1 and 400, 
SmackDown 1 in 500, NXT 100, and Around the World has not been touched. All five clues are still there. Um, NXT 100. NXT 100 going to clean that category out as well. The long, who is the longest reigning NXT champion? Finn Balor. Yeah, it was Finn Balor. Oh, nice job. Nice job, nice. Very, very good. Very nice. All right, J.D., you're up next. Uh, I'm going to say I will go with Raw for what's left in Raw, however. One in 400. I'm going to try 400 with Raw. I'm going to try 400 in Raw, okay? <laughs> this wrestler waited a long time until finally cashing in his money in the bank briefcase to win his first major championship in WWE. I will kick your ass. <laughs> okay. Who was, however, uh, Dolph Ziggler? That's my final answer. Just, it was Dolph. That's right. All right, John, you're up next. <clears throat> um. All right. What quotes do we have? I mean, what? What we have? What you know? What, what do we have left to to play with? Oh, yeah. Okay. Raw and SmackDown <laughs> both 100 apiece. And the Around the World category, as I said, all five clues still in effect. Around the World for 400. Around the World 400. When TNA got rid of the NWA title and got their own, who was the first TNA champion? I'll kick your ass. <laughs> Kurt Angle. It was Kurt Angle. That's right. And Michelle, I think that's what you need to do. A lot, lot of fire in them so they'll get it right. And and Michelle, I'll go to you now because you are next. Um, around the world, 500. Around the world, 500. Who is the newest member of the Bullet Club as of early March of this year? Oh, son of a bitch. I got this one last time. Um, some weird name, dude. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Where, dude? I like it. Frankie Kazarian. Yep, that's him. <laughs> I told you it was weird. Well, yeah, I would agree. Yeah, I thought they used to call him Kaz. Yeah, Kaz. Yep. Yeah, Kaz. Okay, JD, you're up next. All right, I'm gonna go around the world for 500. I just did that. Oh, sorry. One, two, or three? Three. <laughs> or how much? I'm sorry. Three. Three, okay. What year was TNA created? What was 2002? That is my final answer. That's it. Uh, and Michelle is not going to have to kick your tail out. John, you're up next. <laughs> you're up next. Smackdown for 100. Okay, he's cleaning out the Smackdown category. This superstar had the famous quote of ruthless aggression on his debut. John Cena. Yeah, it was John Cena. Uh, he gave Kurt Angle a good run when he first started. Uh, all right, Michelle, uh, Raw 100 and Around the World 1 and 200 are still left. Around the World 200. Around the World 200. The longest reigning Ring of Honor champion. Oh, um, ooh, longest lane. Ooh, I got this one last time, too, didn't I? Oh, shit, I don't know. Um, Jay Lethal? 
Samoa Joe. Samoa fucking Joe. Damn it. All right, uh, J.D., we have two left. Whichever one's left, uh, everyone will get a chance to answer the final one. Okay, final what's, what's, what's left? Raw 100 or Around the World? Uh, you know what? I'm going to go with uh, Around the World again for 100, please. J.D. likes going around the world, okay. <laughs> and he cleans out that category here for one. Here it is. The Elite. The, the Elite. Oh, kick your ass. The Elite. The Elite. Oh, my God. I should know this. I know. I know. <laughs> I know you, too. And I'm going to probably fudge it up, however, too. The Elite. Ah, oh, damn it. Take it, Michelle. I know it, and I'm sure I'm going to kick my own ass when I hear the answer. Go ahead. You got this one. Uh, well, go ahead, the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega. That's it. That's why I should have known that. Darn it, you're right. You're right. Ah, yeah, I got it. Yay! Nice. And I'll say right now, he is going to have one hell of a match with Jericho in Japan. I wish they would televise that damn thing. I know. Actually, I have a correction to make here. We do have actually it was another one. I did not see the the last one. John, I'll give you this option here. Raw, um, whichever one is last of these two, all three of y'all will get to answer this question. So it is raw either Raw one hundred or SmackDown five hundred is still left. I want Raw one hundred. Okay, so the last question will be about SmackDown for all three of you there, folks. All right. Raw 100 for John, and here it is. This woman won back her championship by putting the champ in a submission on a railing. Sasha Banks and Charlotte. Well, I needed one of them, and you had it right the first time. It was it is Sasha. All right. Thanks, Sasha. Okay, all, everyone, listen very carefully. The last question is on SmackDown. Here we go. Michelle, J.D., John, in that order, listen very carefully. Yes, sir. Who was Daniel Bryan's partner in his final match? Michelle, I'll start with you first. John Cena. You're saying Cena, J.D.? I'm going to say, however, Cena, too. John? Cena. And y'all right, it was John Cena. Okay. Well, guys, we got about five minutes left. Um, Let's start another one. You want to go into another round? (laughs) Why not? Serve them up. Here we go. Okay, let me see if I can find. uh, Let me see if I can find a good one here. Uh, hmm. Uh, Let's see. No, this. No. That's. The sad part about it is a lot of these ones, a lot of these that people have done are not even complete. Not for some odd reason. Oh, oh, Lord Gerard will kick himself in the rear if he had heard that. I've got this one. I have one on, I think, the NWO. <laughs> the whole game is about that, the NWO. Oh, uh, you better save that for him. You want to save it? Y'all want to save that one for him? I think it's appropriate. We have to save it for okay, him. Okay, we'll, we'll, we, we'll save it. Okay, I'll save that one. It was, it was from 2014 someone did. Uh, let's see here. Uh, oh, gosh. Okay. Give me a second here, y'all. Let me, give me, let me find uh, 
Uh, well, this is, well, wait a minute. Uh, hmm. Okay, okay, well, okay, well, here's one. It was done earlier this year. Okay, we haven't done this one, I don't think. We'll try this one. All right, so one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, and 500 there, guys. And the categories are Animals of the Ring, NXT, Going Nowhere, before The Undertaker. So it happened, do you, you get what I, what I mean when I say that? And WCW Cruiserweights. Interesting. Okay. Let's see how these turn out. Uh, Michelle, please go first. Uh, I totally forgot what you said. It's <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll repeat them again. I'll again. Animals of the Ring, NXT, Going Nowhere, Before the Undertaker, and WCW Cruiserweights. Oh. oh NXT for 500. NXT 500. Okay. Oh. Aiden English and Simon Gotch together make up this team, the seventh team to hold the NXT tag team titles. The Vault Villain? Yeah, it was the Vault Villains. Yeah, there's back in January, so it's not updated all the way. So it's hard. It's from the other end of the year, we'll say. <laughs> there you go. We'll say it that way. All right, JD, you're up next. Uh, let's go with Cruiserweights of WCW 500. WCW Cruiserweights 500. Okay. He was the last WCW Cruiserweight champion before the company was sold to the WWF. Overall, he has the most combined days as champion with 532. Who was Sugar Shane Helms? Yeah, we'll accept it. Gregory Helms or the Hurricane. Yep. Yeah, Shane Helms. Yeah, that's it. All right. Nice job, JD. Thank you. Uh, John, you're up next. All right. TNA Wrestling. What did he say? I didn't hear him. Uh, WCW Cruiserweight 500. Okay. I think he said Cruiserweight 500. Okay, mm. that was the one JD just did, John. One, two, three, or four hundred. Four hundred. You said four. Okay. Okay. Thank you. You were breaking up there, guy. My apologies. Between WCW and WWE, he's had the most reigns with the cruiserweight title at eight. Rey Mysterio. Who did he say? Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio. Okay. Yep. Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio Jr. That's right. I just saw a match where he, where he defeated Kevin Nash on Nitro back in 99. I think oh, that's man. when he was on Mass Tower, wasn't it? Yeah. It was after it was the Nitro after a pay-per-view when the Wolfpack unmasked him because it was interference with Scott Hall. Yep. And so Nash and Ray Jr. had a match, and Mysterio, I think Nash was getting ready to do a powerbomb on him, and Ray Jr. kept bobbing him in the face. And then knocked him down and held him and and, and uh, <clears throat> almost like victory rolled him or something and pinned him one two three. That's when they called him the Giant Killer because he pinned Nash. <laughs> I don't like it. Uh, Michelle, you're up next. NXT four hundred. NXT four hundred. Pro Wrestling Illustrated awarded these two NXT wrestlers Match of the Year for 2015. Match of the Year. Now, I will tell you, Michelle, both of them are female competitors. Oh. 
Oscar and wait a minute, I'm thinking. From 2015, so um, <clears throat> um, shit. Uh, I know it was Oscar. I know Oscar was one of them, but I don't know who the other one was. You're going to be surprised, Michelle. It was Sasha Banks and Bailey. From Brooklyn. Fuck. JD, you're up next. That was a good guess, though, Michelle. I'm going to take, however... Uh, shoot. Okay, what's it left in NXT? Uh, Yeah, (laughs) categories. Yeah, oh... I claim this planet in the name of Mars. Okay. <laughs> I claim this in the land of Earth. Earth, isn't it lovely? Mm. It's the name of the Earth. Oh, Lord, get it right, man. Come on. You want... <laughs> I'm sorry. I've seen that cartoon uh, okay. a long I'm, time. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I know. Joking. It's been a long time I've seen that cartoon. One, two, and three, one, two, and three hundred is left. Okay, okay let's go three hundred. Uh, and, 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 uh, oh, you, oh, man. This wrestler was the second NXT champion. He later go on to break in the WWE Tag Team title longest reign with the New Day. Who was Big E Langston? That's my final answer. There you go. Is that, that, there, that's Big E right there. Okay. John, you're up next. All right. WCW Cruiserweights for 200. For 200, okay. Two women briefly held the WCW Cruiserweight title. One of them was <sighs> Daphne, and the other one was this woman. <sighs> Um, Medusa. That's right. Deborah Ann Massey. Very nice, son. Very nice. Blaze. Yes, okay. Uh, Michelle, you are. <laughs> yeah. Um, NXT 200. NXT 200. On February 27, 2014, NXT held its first live two-hour special event, which was called This which was also the first live in-ring program broadcast on the WWE Network. Oh, um, it was NXT TakeOver. I think it was Brooklyn, maybe? I don't know. You're close. NXT Arrival. Okay. That was a good guess, though. All right. Uh, I'm going to pause for just one second here. Uh, please talk amongst yourselves for just one minute, and I and I will be right back with, uh, of course, J.D., and we'll go. We'll finish off the second round here, of course, of Jeopardy. Just please talk. Please talk amongst yourselves here for a little bit. I will be right back. All right. So, how was everyone's day today? Good. 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 Michelle, um, yeah, yeah. Mine wasn't too bad. Same old, same old crap. Nothing new. Nothing exciting. You know. Uh, just a little bit of this, a little bit of that. You know. It's freaking cold. You're not kidding, it is. I mean, I mean, this after, I mean, it wasn't bad this morning. I mean, but then it started. Uh, like I said, however, like I said, huh? Like I said, however. They're calling for snow here this weekend. Yeah, they're doing the same here, believe it or not. It's supposed to be like in the mid twenty Sunday night for the game between both Pittsburgh and Baltimore. My cousin thought I was going to the game. How are you? He says, Did you sell your tickets? Yeah, I sold my tickets. His buddy from uh, Dallas uh, flew in tonight, however, for the game. So they're going to do the club box on uh, Sunday night. And 
I'll be in my house, toasty warm, how with a feet up or down at the bar with a couple beers, a beer or two in my hand and wings and enjoying. Oh, my sister's got to work the game, unfortunately. <clears throat> well, everybody knows where we'll be this weekend. <laughs> Caleb's tournament, yeah. Well. This week, however, if the refs get out of hand, we always tear him a new one. Or at least tell Caleb to throw the referee around like a rag doll. No, then he'll get disqualified. I know, but I, I'm just kidding around with that, though. But I wish I, you could. <laughs> yeah, I know you were hot last week when you told me. I mean, oh, well, I was. Yes. Uh, guys, one quick question. A little off the wrestling topic for now. I want to get a, an opinion on this. I think about doing a poll on the uh, Entertainment Cavalcade page a little bit later. <clears throat> By the way, did everyone get that message about what I put up on the Cavalcade about the Bootios and Carrie Fisher? I have looked at that. I was kind of surprised about that. I know. I, shocking. I don't know if you heard that, Michelle, but Princess Leia actually had in her house, however, a box of bootios as a collector's mm-hmm. item. My goodness. <laughs> um, but here's a quick question. Who all, who all here has seen all four Rambo movies? Me. Me. All, everyone here has? Okay. Let me go around the table and ask this question. Michelle, your opinion, which one was the best one? In your opinion. Uh... One. JD? I would definitely say the first one, hands down, no doubt. John? Same. Does everyone believe that the original First Blood was the was the best Rambo movie out of the four? Yep. Okay. Did anyone like number? Did anyone like the second one? Okay. The second one wasn't too bad, but it wasn't nearly as good as the first one. It had its moments. Okay. Uh, what about number three? Nah. That one was okay. And I'll uh, go just a little before the one that Stallone came back and did a, a few years ago. That was just called Rambo. Terrible. That was a little graphic. It was too much, like, uh, probably, I mean, it was real graphic to say the least. However, I mean, it was okay, but it wasn't as great as I thought it would be. It was, eh, <laughs> there, but it wasn't as good as the first one. But the first one was the best one. I was watching a clip from the new one. The last mm-hmm. one we did, we picked that gun off the uh, from the back of the um, stand on the back of that jeep, shooting yep. that gun there. He was ripping them apart, man. I was like, oh, my goodness! But at the end, my favorite. Now it had one good part. He finally went home. Yes. He walked down to his. I guess that's his where his family, his family ranch or something. Oh, no. oh, oh. Um, can I say something? Because you used to, well, not, Rambo didn't make me think of this, but can I say something real quick? Please, go ahead. <laughs> um, you remember Stephen Kyle, my friend that would call, what that was on the chat box for a while? Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, if everybody could say a very well, um, a very, not well, but, Okay. Anyway, if everyone could just say a prayer for him and his family, he lost his dad last night. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh. That's yeah, well, yeah well, we, we know how, we, of course, know that 
have heard, heard we will definitely we definitely will because we uh of course one of our own here did suffer that I think earlier this year. I think J D I think it was you. Yeah, it was my grandpa yeah. ninety nine, yeah. How, how what what happened what happened with his dad, Michelle? Just out of curiosity. I I'm not really sure. I I um I haven't really gotten to the details with him yet. I'm trying to let him do what he needs to do, you know, with his family right. and everything. Well tell him we're thinking we'll be thinking of him, but yeah, that sucks, especially two weeks before Christmas. Damn. Yeah, I mean and you know, yeah. Stephen's a really, really good friend of mine, so mm-hmm. I had to make sure to say that because he supports us so much. He listens to us every time. And tell him I he's got my wishes you know, and prayers and everything. I'll be right back. He's, 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 he's got it from the from everyone here. Um, so, like I said, you can uh, leave that on his uh, whenever whenever the time is right. I'm sure you can leave it on his wall for us. Yeah. Uh, and let let him know that, uh, and he's welcome to. Like I said. Continue, like I said, listen, listen, and even come on if he wants to sometimes, if he wishes. So please. Yeah. Uh, all right. We appreciate that. Yeah, thanks for letting us know about that, Michelle. Mm-hmm. Very, very, very well, so we'll definitely be saying a prayer here tonight, indeed. Yeah. How old was he? Do you know, Michelle? Huh? How old was his father, do you know? 66. Oh. Very young. Oh, Yeah. Because my my very mother very is three, my my mother is three years older than that. My dad is already in mid seventies. Oh man, yeah. I hate yep. that. I hate really, really do really do. Yeah, it's really sad. It is, but we'll be we'll be we'll be we'll be thinking about him in prayer here uh, over the next few days while he has time to uh, recover here in deep. Uh, well, you know what I mean. Okay. Yes. Yes. Uh, J.D., I think we were getting ready to have your turn, so please go ahead. Uh, I'm fine. I'm just taking a sip of water. Uh, Okay, I'm going to go. What was... Shoot. Uh, (laughs) Ah, damn it. I just had it. Shoot, I can't remember now. Ah. Shoot, 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 shoot. Ah, WCW? Yeah, I'll go with WCW, however, for uh, 500. You already did that one, dear. Sorry. One or th- one or three in cruiserweights. Three. Cruiserweights for three hundred. <clears throat> on July first, two thousand, this Canadian won the WCW Cruiserweight title on Monday Nitro, and simultaneously held it with the WCW United States Heavyweight title and the Hardcore title. I, oh, this is so easy. If I could be serious for a minute, please. I am coming from Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Who was one of the most underrated, and I do mean underrated Canadians in history, because he was such a damn good wrestler as a singles guy and a tag team wrestler. And he is none other than the serious man himself, Lance Storm. That's right. That's right. You know who I thought you were going to get ready to say? Hmm. Gerard. <laughs> <laughs> no, Gerard could probably do Lance Storm as good as I can. I mean, we both could, but I think I had a little. I think he'll do it a little bit better than me in this case. Yeah. Oh, well, indeed, indeed. I think you actually well, put something over the belt, you know, with the Canadian flag on it. Though. And oh, he yes. has a Canadian accent, too, so, yeah. Eh? Hey. Hey. Yeah, hey. Good, good hey. accent there, eh? Hey. Uh, John, you're up next. <clears throat> um, all right. Give me a for 200. Uh, that's, well, there's one left, and it's 100 there, but, man. Uh, 100. 100, Okay. He defeated six for the Cruiserweight title at a house show on June 28, 1997 that was broadcast over the Internet as Saturday Nitro. 
What is Chris Jericho? Yeah, it was Jericho. <laughs> Damn, you want to pull that horseshoe out of your ass, John? Yeah, really. Drink it in, man. I hate to say it, but he was. it was certainly in hands last night. Oh, Lord, I can't believe Michelle. Oh, <laughs> uh, yikes. Uh, Michelle, please do not tell her I said that, okay? Thank you. I won't say a word. Thank you very much. Uh, Michelle, what we have left is the following. Animals of the ring going nowhere, and before the Undertaker still have all five clues left, NXT is still has for 100. Mm-mm-mm. Um, NXT 100. <laughs> okay, I can't do that. This inaugural champion was decided by a tournament with Seth Rollins defeating this man. Uh, I should know this. Um, can I have a hint? Um, he. Let's see. Yeah. Um. Okay. This. Okay. This is the only one. This is the only one I'll use without maybe giving it totally away. Sing Brothers. Oh, who's Jinder Mahal? Yes, that's right. The yeah. modern-day pain in the... Meathead. Yeah. <laughs> I call him the modern-day meathead. Oh, modern-day meathead. AJ Styles whipped his tail at Starcade. And he's going to whip his ass again coming up to Clash of the Champions, too. <laughs> next Sunday, I feel. Um, hey, did um, y'all see the video where Triple H is going after Roman's title? The IC title? I heard about that. He did that one in Abu Dhabi today, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. He's going after that shit. Wait a minute. Uh, he hadn't held that belt in a long time. In a long time. Why in the world he wanted, wanted he, oh. I don't know, but let him whoop his ass. I'm all for it. Okay. JD, you're up next. Uh, uh, let me think here. Okay, let us go for... Do, 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 do. You're going nowhere, J.D. I'm curious what that's about. <laughs> okay. Uh, da, 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 da. However, like I said, however, like I said, however, we will do... Shoot. Uh, well, it's not a category called shoot. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I know, I know. Bang. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Darn it. Uh, I can't think here. Crap. Uh... I told you the category going nowhere. Do that and see what it is. All right, fine. You win. Never, <laughs> ever doubt you. Okay, which one? Okay, JD, talk to him to it, man. Which one would you like? She definitely meant. She uh, definitely. Ah, uh, oh, crap! Damn it! Uh, I'm gonna say the top one. Wait, one. You got the highest one on the board, or yes, the, or the highest one I, on the board. Yeah, yeah. All right, going nowhere. Well, actually, this one hasn't even touched it, so so all of them are there. So it'd be five hundred. Okay, going nowhere for five hundred. Yeah. The last time we saw of this unique wrestler was in two thousand three. Vince McMahon had Brock Lesnar push him down a flight of stairs in a wheelchair. Ah! Oh, I know this. Pushing down the flight of stairs. Who was Zach going? Yeah, Gowan, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. That going? Yeah. That going nowhere? Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. 
Nice, nice segue, GD. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm going nowhere but down the steps. Yeah, that's it. I, I even remember that now that you mentioned it. Uh, yeah, John, you're up. John, you're up next. Okay. Uh, um, before the Undertaker for two hundred. Before the Undertaker for two. Okay. On February second, nineteen eighty nine, managed by this man, he debuted as the Master of Pain a character fresh out of the United States Penitentiary, Atlanta, after serving five years, much in solitary confinement, for killing two men in a fight. Ooh, I didn't know about that. Dutch Mantel. You're absolutely right. That's it. <clears throat> Good Lord, that was, that's impressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so that, in other words, just talking about the Undertaker before he was known as the Undertaker. That's what this one's about. Okay, I see now. I think that sounds about right. Uh, Michelle, you're up next. Excuse me. Um, and that's, that's nice Dutch, by the way. Well, thank you. Um, yeah, uh, I'm going to do Animals in the Ring 500. I'm curious about this, too. Uh, so there's a clue in there about J.D. and John. No, but <laughs> I'm, I'm the, Animals in the Ring 500. Ernest Miller used this animal nickname in both WCW and WWE. Wait, who? Ernest Miller. Oh, fuck. I have no idea. I have no idea. The cat. He was the one that yeah. always said he was he had to, had to like James Brown. Uh, yeah, okay. No, I don't remember him. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, okay. That's okay. That's okay. CD, you're up next. All right. Uh, going nowhere for 200. Really? He got him booked. Okay. Yeah. Even before taking a tumble and losing his sparkly Stormtrooper helmet, the odds weren't in this character's favor for an electrifying future. Who was the Shockmaster? And that is my final answer. That's it, Shockmaster. I am the Shockmaster. (laughs) That's funny when they tried to redo that with with Dusty Rhodes and DS. Yeah, Triple H. Oh, Dusty Rhodes. And then then, then Arn Anderson did the voice, which was hilarious. Yeah. Sorry, Dream. And he runs out of the scene. And they're all looking at me. He's He's the biggest, stupidest looker across the face. In fact, talking about Dusty, I might have to watch the Dusty DVD. The American Dream, Dusty Rhodes story I have on DVD. And I think the match I have to watch is the Texas Death Match with Superstar Grammar. Some of those matches he has with Superstar Grammar right back in the late 70s. Michelle, you're missing out. You're missing this like Sweet Seth Five. <laughs> he slept in, in dine on slept in and dine. Really, really going to the ring in heaven right now, you Oh yes. yes. Bless, 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 God bless both of them, is all I gotta say. Uh, let's see. Uh, John uh, yeah, John, you're up next. Okay. Before the Undertaker four hundred. Before the Undertaker for four hundred, okay. In 1989, Callaway joined WCW as a villain and adopted this ring name, a name devised for him by Terry Funk. Mean Mark. That's right, Mean Mark Callis, that's it. Michelle, you're, you're up next week. You're up next week, Michelle. You did, I had to say this because I'm the fruit of my lawn. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's, um, what's the last category? The one, the one that John just did is called "Before the Undertaker," which oh, is like I said, basically it's it, it's talking about the other characters he portrayed before he was became well known as the Undertaker. 
Right, yeah. What what do we have left? And that one, one, three, and five. No, and the other one, sorry. Oh, um, well, well, the other one, we have Animals of the Ring, one, two, three, and four, and uh, Going Nowhere, one, three, and four. And the other two categories, uh, y'all have emptied both of those. So. Let's do Animals in the Ring uh, 400. Okay, Animals in the Ring 400. The word thump, which referred to as Power Slam, was prominently displayed on his wrestling trunks. <laughs> I have no idea. Michelle, you might keep yourself in the head, but it's the junkyard I dog. I probably will. Who? JYD. Yeah, you know. I think oh, he had huh. uh, his, his whole career, I think he had the word thump on his trunk. Damn. JD, you're up next. Animals 400. Yeah, Michelle just did that one there. Oh, sorry. One, one two, or three. No. One, two, or three? Oh, sorry. I, 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 three. Three? Okay. Um, since Hayden gets 83? Okay, all right. Three. The Road Warriors are a Hall of Fame tag team and go by these wild names individually. Who are the Hawk and who are the Animal? You got it right. Hawk and Animal. Really? John... really? Hawk and Animal. Okay. All right. <laughs> Um, the 40 Undertaker again, 200. One, three, or five? Uh, three. Three, okay. The 40 Undertaker for three. On April the 1st, the Master of Pain won his first professional wrestling championship over this royal figure of wrestling. And it would be Jerry King Lawler. He's got it right, Jerry Lawler. Uh, Michelle, you're up next, my dear. Animals of the Ring, 1 and 200. Going Nowhere, 1, 3, and 4. And Before the Undertaker, 1 and 5. I'm going to do Going Nowhere, 300. <clears throat> All right. It was revealed that this character was both Vincent Man's son and the raw, anonymous General, General Menon. Shane McMahon? <clears throat> when they did, I think this is not talking about Michelle. Remember when they did the bastard son thing? Well, that's Jason Jordan. Oh wait, um, the Vince Man's bastard son. <laughs> oh, um, oh my God! And then they revealed him later as an anonymous GM. Can I have a hint? I know this. Digit. Huh? Digit. Fidget? Yep. Mid, mid, little person. Oh, mid, a oh, hornswoggle. <laughs> it was hornswoggle, yeah. Because hornswoggle had a little computer <laughs> underneath the ring um, that he controlled the, the one that Michael Cole always uh, read off of. JD, you're up next. I'm going to say. Uh, I wonder where that little computer was. I'm going to say the Undertaker. Give me the Undertaker, however, what's left in that category. One and five. Five, I'm going to take five. Five up before the Undertaker for five. Callus was promptly drafted into the Skyscrapers tag team with Dangerous Dan Spivey to replace his legitimately injured wrestler. Who was Sid Vicious? And that is my final answer. That was Sid, that's right. All right, John, you're up next. Um, going nowhere. Once the uh, 
One Total. and four. One and four still left. Um, four hundred. Four hundred and going nowhere. Despite getting a big WWE debut match and win at WrestleMania 29 against Chris Jericho, this wrestler hasn't been doing many victory dances. Um, Fundango. Fundango. Y'all, y'all see the outfit that Fondango was wearing with Tyler Breeze at Starcade? Oh, my Lord. Yeah. He was wearing I, I, I missed uh, the Fashion Files this week. Damn it. Well, Michelle, Fondango wore a T-shirt and glitter jeans. Mm, he's you remember that? You remember that Bedazzler? They used to they used to put things on clothes and all. Put little, oh yeah. It looked like he took a pair of jeans and did that with it. That's what it looked like. But there was a pair. Of jeans. Fondango, Fondango, however the hell you say it, he's sexy as shit. You say it one more time. Fondango. Yeah, he's sexy. <clears> hmm. <throat> okay. <laughs> JD, uh, animals, of the, <laughs> animals of the Ring, 1 and 200, going nowhere, 100, and before the Undertaker, 100 is left. I'm going to say give me the animals for 200, please. Give you the give you, give you some animals? Okay. Michelle, you got any animals you can give JD, please? <laughs> uh, he fully cultivated his gimmick of a menacing imbecile who would rip turnbuckles apart with his teeth his name suited his wild behavior and excessive body hair. Alright. Uh Oh, please don't tell me you don't know do not tell me you don't know this one. what's the question answer? Okay. No, hold on. He fully cultivated his gimmick of a menacing imbecile who would rip turnbuckles apart with his teeth. Who is George the Animal Steel? His wild behavior and excessive body hair. I got it. Who is George the Animal Steel? Yeah, another one that we lost him this year. I, I think, did we? Yeah, we did. Oh, he's a great man. Yes, indeed. All right, John. Animals of the Ring going nowhere and before The Undertaker, all 100. All the only three that are left. Give me before The Undertaker 100. You want to clean that one out? Right here it is. Mark Calloway made his debut in 1984 <laughs> for WCCW under this ring name. Texas Red. Texas Red. I believe that was the same question that was answered last night when JD and Ann fought. Yeah, yeah, that was close to that. Yeah, that was. That's the, the one I got actually last night because they didn't know that one, remember? And I was. Big iron on his head. That name was in that song, but I know they did a song called someone else mentioned Texas. All right, uh. Michelle, uh, Animals of the Ring and Going Nowhere for 100 is left. Whichever one you pick, the other one is from all three will get a chance to answer. So go ahead. Please. Going Nowhere. For 100, okay. It's not this, was, this was hatched from an oversized egg, which had been on display at WWF events for months prior to the 1990 Survivor Series and was heavily hyped on television. However, crowd reaction to the gimmick was extremely negative, with fans loudly booing. The egg? From an oversized egg. Yes. Um. I don't know. The gobbledygooker. 
Oh. I was here. I say the San Diego chicken. No, it's <laughs> yeah, <there you> go. <laughs> yeah. And here you go for everyone. Here, the, the last clue is in the category animals of the ring. Um, and I'll go. I'll get everyone's answer before I get reveal what the answer is. Jumping Jim Brunzel and B. Brian Blair formed this buzzing tag team in WWF from '85 to '88, and later on in the independent circuit. Michelle, I'll ask you this first. Oh, I have no idea. Okay, JD. Who were the killer bees? John. Killer bees. Yep, there it is. Yeah, that would be killer bees. Uh, great, great rounds here all all around here, folks. Indeed, and all that. <clears throat> well, that ought to that ought to warm everybody's blood up a little bit here because let me do this right fast here. Uh, tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, on the Friday edition of WWS Revolution. Uh, we will, of course, be having, <laughs> yes, another, yes, indeed, trivia championship matchup here as Fonzie, in his first title defense, will defend the WWS United States Heavyweight Championship against, who shall I say, there, there, the Iceman, J.D., Jared D. Geralmo here. As J. And forgive me for saying this, J.D., as J.D. plans on, uh, as hopes to recover from, from the big-time loss that he had uh, last night on you know, Revolution, of course, in the NJPWS World Title match as well. Uh, <clears throat> it was all in good fun, J.D., so don't take it, don't take it seriously. I'll be ready. Okay, there you go. So, uh, And, of course, our special guest judge right here, the Black Widow herself, MLD, Michelle Lynn Dodds. Yes, indeed. Y'all are in uh, trouble. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I'll be and the bailiff. <laughs> Oh, yep. Yeah. <laughs> Order in the court. I'll have a cheeseburger. Oh, <laughs> uh, strawberry on rye. <laughs> okay, I'll see, I'll, I'll see y'all tomorrow night. I'm going to go. I'm about to freeze. <laughs> oh, you go ahead and tell you to talk to you tomorrow night. Thank you very much. For yeah, that. me Please. too. I'm going yeah. as well. Okay, thank y'all very much there, D. All <clears> right, y'all have a good night. Have a good night. I'll talk to you night. tomorrow. All right, I'll get you tomorrow. Thank you again. <clears throat> And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, we'll go ahead and call it call the night here for the episode 125 of NWO Wolfpack. This is, of course, uh, um, uh, Thursday, December 7, 2017. Of course, another uh, anniversary here, as I do believe it was, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, JD, 76 years ago today, uh, the bombing on our base in Pearl Harbor by the Japanese. Yes. So we, we, we remember those who were lost on that fateful day as well. As, of course, as F President Franklin D. Roosevelt did say, a day which will live in infamy. Yes, indeed. Well, on that note, I want to thank <clears throat> the Iceman, Jared D. Geronimo, the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, and the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, for episode 125 of NWO Wolfpack here tonight. This is Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw saying thank you very much for joining us here this evening. And we'll be on tomorrow night for, of course, our Friday edition of WWS Revolution, which, of course, will be, which, of course, the live video thing will be coming from the group started by one of our own, Ronda Rush Wright, Wrestling Done Right is where our video will be. As, of course, like I said, Fonzie in his first title defense will defend the WWS United States title against the Iceman, Jared D. Duolamo. NWO Wolfpack is a broadcast of the WWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoe.com where we are two years older and continuing to be bolder. The radio network continues to be and will forever remain 
your wrestling connection. Thank you very much for listening here, folks. Take care of yourselves and each other. We will see you in the ring. And, of course, our thoughts do go out here tonight to the family of, as Michelle did mention, one of our friends of WWS, Mr. Stephen Kyle, over the uh, uh, sudden loss of his father. Um, and, like I said, uh, we'll be saying a special prayer out there to, to him uh, tonight and all in here to help them through the healing process. Uh, take care of yourselves and each other. We'll definitely see you in the ring. As always, here in the WWS Radio Network, right here on TalkShoe.com. God bless everyone, and have a terrific evening. Good night, all. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.